Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. We have a huge announcement. We are so famous, you guys. Also, in Paula's world, we discuss her issues with underwear, and I give her some advice for her seventh grader who is struggling in school. Paula devastates me with her television binge-watching and your ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Support us on lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? It's been six years, dude. A girl needs to get laid. Paula? Thank God I don't have any friends. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 314. Ugh! Ugh! We are sisters who podcast. Yes, we are. So we are recording this a little late in the week for us, which is, I think it's kind of cool because it probably feels a little more timely if you listen to it right when we drop it. Right. I don't know how many people do that, but anyway, Paula... You need to share with our listeners the exciting news you received yesterday. Please share with us what you sent me. So I want to say at least like a year or two ago, it was a long time. It had to have been almost two years ago. I think it was almost two years ago. We had submitted a photo of us girls as little children to that awkward family photo website Yes, awkwardfamilyphotos.com. Yeah, so you may see them on Facebook or you might see them directly on the website. And it's usually people doing like, you know, ugly people doing terrible things <laughs> or, you know, getting Olin Mills pictures done. And so, yes, the old school. I, I saw one because I actually follow them on Facebook. So I see their posts pretty regularly. And uh, they posted one of a family who was doing the traditional Olin Mills photo with the brown background and the soft lighting with grandma and aunts and uncles and grandchildren. And literally nobody had a decent face. There was blinking. Someone was crying. There was anger. And he's like, he's like, my family, this is the real deal. This is us. (laughs) God. So... They contacted me and they said, well, we liked the picture that you submitted and we want to know if we could use it possibly in the future for one of our calendars. And I'm like, no shit. I'm like, really? (laughs) This is legit. And so she's like, I need to draw papers for everyone in the picture. So I gave everybody's contact information. They contacted everybody. We all signed waivers. Yes. You know, that was that. Well, we never heard anything ever again. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, well, that's bizarre. Oh, well, you know, maybe we didn't get picked or something. And the picture is us four girls were staring at the camera and we all just have blank stares on our faces. <laughs> we look like the like, children of the corn. We, <laughs> we look like abused children, which we were. It's funny that you mentioned because we were. But, but we, Well, yes, we look terrified. Our eyes are dead. You can see our souls have died. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah, you can't act that. That's legit. No one was cracking a smile in the least. We're just staring at the camera like, we should enjoy this until we get home. Come play with us. <laughs> so yesterday, I get a package in the mail from like, you know, Hammocker Schlemmer or whatever these people were called. Yes. 
I didn't, it was, came to our old apartment, which is, you know, we haven't lived there for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Our maintenance guy still works there. And so he got the package and he called us because he's friends with Victor, of course. Of course. He's like, hey, you guys got a package over here. And so Victor went over there and got the package and he opened it. And he's just like, (laughs) what "What is, he's like, what's awkward family photos? And And you're like, like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like freaking out. I'm like, look, look and see what pages we are. And he's like, well, it's a, it's a daily calendar. So he had to flip through every page until he found us. And we're on October 7th. So October 7th, 2019 is our page. Exactly. I am going to buy like a hundred of those. (laughs) You can buy them on Amazon. You can get them at Barnes and Noble. You can get them at Target. I Googled it. Awkward family photos, the daily calendar. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Wow. I didn't realize it was so widespread. (laughs) Just like your mama. Yes. (laughs) So we are famous. We are. (laughs) So funny. Well, we've got to get one to mom. uh, Immediately. I already have one in my uh, my Amazon cart, but I think I'm going to add a couple more. Okay. So what's funny is that the whole point, the whole reason that you even submitted the photo was they were uh, they were doing a call for sibling pictures. Yeah, it was it was on sisters. Yes. Now, there is a good picture and I don't know who had probably our dad has it, but there is a picture of me turning swinging around in a circle with a book bag because back in the old days we didn't have backpacks we used book bags and it was a canvas book bag Mm -hmm. and I was swinging it around waiting to go to school in the morning and the timing was so perfect that there's a picture of me smacking you in the face with my book bag but it was like it just looked like the tip had just started to hit me (laughs) and then someone took the picture yes so (laughs) that would have been a great uh, submission but this one had all four of us it is your typical portrait of the early 80s when they didn't when children were to be seen and not heard you know no smiling you just stare at this bright light far away and let us take the photo with a brown background it is classic and i actually have to tell you was surprised that they wanted it i know right i didn't think it was that awkward but I think but maybe maybe we do have a dead look on our faces <laughs> or maybe. in our eyes. Yeah, it, that must be it. Because, you know, look, our childhood was rough, but we photographed well. And I, that's all. We had no choice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're like, you better do exactly as they say or you know what's coming. No, we weren't. We'll stand here all day and take pictures. I don't care. <laughs> yes, that's true. I've got all day. <laughs> yes, so we are in the Awkward Family Photos 2019 calendar. Definitely not your Dallas Cowboy cheerleader calendar, but it's a start. I'm excited. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I And I just had producer Dub run out to the mailbox to make sure, because I haven't checked the mail in like two days. So he said, no calendar. I'm like, God damn it. So. I wonder why I got mine so fast. You're the original submitter, is yeah, my Yeah, I was the original contact. Yes. So. But I do remember signing all the release forms and all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. I was so relieved that Allison, our sister, actually did <sighs> it. It just only took her like 20 days. Yeah, it but. took her a long time. But uh, luckily, she did it. And, and look, it's paid off in spades. So so we will absolutely have a link to Amazon through uh, the Ugly Truth website. So you may purchase a copy so that you can 
just enjoy our fame with us. We're, we're literally going to be the Kardashians of Awkward Family Photos. God. I think it's fun. I, I love no, it. I think and it's great. We were, ta- I, we were sitting around. Natalie, Daryl, producer Dub, or Daryl's daughter, uh, she got married. And she comes back a couple times a year to visit. And so she was here for the weekend. And so we took her up to Apple Hill, which is up here in the foothills of Northern California. She loves it. We we all we've been taking the kids there since they were tiny. So we were sitting at a little winery up there. We were just talking and you know having a great time and all of a sudden I get a text message and I'm like, "What? I didn't recognize any of the phone numbers because I message with you guys so often. I'd forget that we never text." And so I got this weird group text. I'm like, "What is this?" And then I see I see the picture. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. It's hilarious. I love it. October 7th. October 7th, 2019, because we're skitty. That's going to be funny. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's so exciting. But I was telling them, I said, you know, it's really weird. I go, I have karma where no matter where I go, even if it's a concert or anything like that, I get the front row. I find front row parking no matter the situation. Malia... Uh, now that she's driving, her karma is she always hits green lights. Always. Wow. Never, she rarely has to do a stop at a busy street. She's got the green light. That's her karma. And my sister, or Aunt Bobby, as we call you, I said, Aunt Bobby has the fame karma. And they're like, what does that mean? <laughs> I go, she has been interviewed and been on TV more than anyone I know for the most random things, too. It's not like... Ever since I was little. Ever since you were little, I go, you, they, they gravitate toward you. you. You get mics shoved in your face all the time. I go, one time she even ran on a movie set in L.A. on accident and ran right into <laughs> Nicolas Cage. I'm like, this is who she is. I, she will, she, she's going to accidentally win an Oscar one day. I'm telling you. Probably for my, my performance in an action movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It'll, it will be customer one sitting in the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> she'll she'll be like you guys i'm gonna be a seat filler at the oscars and then you're gonna be sitting next to i got to sit next to glenn close wasn't that isn't that crazy <laughs> that'll be she's you so nice yeah she's really me. nice you guys she smells so good you know that'll be you god that's that is your karma man and so this and, and i said and this proves it <laughs> if i had submitted it we never would have gotten in the calendar never paula only is the only that's one funny and it's true <laughs> It's so, so true. true. Anyway, well, congratulations to us. Thank you for submitting. And it actually worked. Yeah, I just it's I'm so shocked, but I am, too. I guess it's a it pays to be awkward. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Anyway, let's um let's talk about <laughs> what? Go ahead. What was so funny? Nothing. I, I was just looking at the outline and it made me laugh. Why? <laughs> just because it did. What, Go it, ahead. What, well, tell me what made you laugh underwear <laughs> oh yeah well i would like to know what that means we're gonna go into paula's world a little bit okay so i noticed recently and i don't know if this happens to you well you wear thongs but i do except I, when i'm on my period i don't but yeah okay so i bought a bunch of underwear like last year and i bought all larges because i assumed since i was feeling so fat and i looked fat that i my lower half was equally as fat, but it's right. not. No. So I have a lot of underwear that are really big. And okay. then 
I don't know what happens because when I buy my underwear and they're all new and everything, it seems that I get my period in every single pair. <laughs> yes. And so now I have a bunch of underwear that just looks gross and I don't want to wear them. Of course. And then I was realizing that I have a drawer full of underwear and I don't know that I've ever thrown away a pair of underwear. Oh, really? Do you throw away your underwear? Yes. I do. I I do. I I, I have I'm underwear just, in there from my 20s. No. Oh, God. I told you about that story about the woman who saved a pair of underwear that she had bought like 20 years ago. And she's like, oh, these are sexy. And she puts them on and they literally disintegrated on her body <laughs> and turned into an oil slick on the toilet seat at work. Oh, my God. That's right. They were so old. And I'm just like, why would you even? I mean, first of all, you know, un- cheap underwear is not worth it. Okay. If if you want to go cheap, buy the all white cotton and it's fine. I mean, they're not very cute, but there are some guys who like that look. But overall, first of all, I only wear cotton now. I will not wear any kind of cheap like polyester or anything like that. No, that's a good way to get a yeast infection. Yeast infection, rash, you know, it, it, it insulates poorly. You need breathable things down there. So, you know. Well, I was trying to, I was at Victoria's Secret's website, and it seems like all they have is that cotton pink brand, and I'm just like, I don't want to get this crap. I'm not in college. Okay, first of all, yes, along the Victoria's Secret, along the top, there are three tabs, pink, Victoria's Secret, and Victoria's Sports. The sports is all their workout wear. Their uh, pink is where all the girls that are a size zero go, and then... Um, than their regular Victoria's Secret line. Victoria's Secret, regular line, they have a gajillion options for underwear. But I mean, am I going to pay $20 for a pair of underwear? No, it's the same. It's five for 25. It's the same exact thing. So I can buy three pairs of period underwear and then I can buy two thongs and it's all 25 bucks. I mean, even my period underwear are starting to gross me out. Dude, I have stuff and I was... (laughs) You know, because Daryl could literally care less. But, of course, he's the only other adult here, so he mm-hmm. gets to get the stories. But I'll, I'll pull out a pair of – um, because I wear, like, the boy boxers when I'm on my period. And I'll pull them out. I'm like, look at these things. I go, do you know that Malia was eight years old when I bought these? <laughs> he's like, why are you telling me this? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, but why do I still have these? He's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm – listen, I have to throw away Daryl's underwear. I have to throw them away. He has pairs of white – jockey underwear that I thought I got rid of all of them and I they still come cropping up in the in the laundry and I'm like where are these coming from I swear to god I I've tried to throw away the white fruit of the looms for like five years and I they still show up they like reproduce somewhere in the garbage and end up back in my house and yet I won't do the same for me with the period underwear I think it's because I just don't feel like I should invest in underwear that's just going to get ruined. Well, that's the problem with me is, you know, there's initial starting your period, which you just do. And, you know, God forbid you were wearing ugly underwear that day, but you're probably not. And no, you're so, wearing your cute red ones. So you're you're ruining that pair of underwear. And then, <laughs> you know, after you think you're done and so you mm. start putting on regular underwear again and then you get that last gush, you know, oh, I hate <laughs> it's it. So irritating. I hate it. So, so annoying. I just I know. I don't know. My, bo- you, my body hates me. So, uh, you know what? Women can't you can't win. 
I mean, we just can't win. And by the way, I first of all, Daryl doesn't care about my underwear. Like, he, whatever. You know, he's not one of those guys where he's like, well, I really would prefer it. You know, he has no opinion mm-hmm. at all. So they're all for me, mo- mostly. And I'll go through and I'll pick and choose things. I mean, I did buy a pair of, of San Francisco Giants underwear once. Oh. That he thought were really cute. But, you know, other than that, whatever. Yeah. But, well, you know how some guys are. <sighs> No, I know. Some guys are really, you know, I don't like the lingerie guy. I don't like the guy who insists on lingerie. I've never really, not that I'm aware of. I I guess there's just no, in my book, there's just no time for that, you know? You know, I mean, I know that Daryl wouldn't turn it away, be like, what are you wearing that for? I mean, he wouldn't say that. Right. Oh, sexy. Get it off immediately. I mean, that's the problem. Maybe I would know if I was with lingerie guy. Do you think? Well, I, I can tell you that I went through a phase early in my lover period when I was, you know, when I had a, a lover or two who, and there was someone who literally, I had to wear the, I had to wear a different thing every time. And it was expensive and it was tiresome. And now, unfortunately for Daryl, I have a, I have an aversion and he's like, you never buy any laundry anymore. I'm like, I'm not ever going to buy laundry. And he goes, why not? I go, look, I told you about laundry guy. I don't want to get into it. He's like, <laughs> fuck that guy. I'm your husband. I'm like, yeah, well, he ruined it for you. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not doing it. I mean, I have some and I've done it, but it's it's very rare. I really hate it. I just don't see the point. I don't either. And it ends up on the floor and you're like, I just spent $85 on that. <laughs> it is silk. Do you have any idea? put that on (laughs) i don't know i guess i would hope if that's their thing they would let me know or they could buy it for me that's what i'm saying like you know if it's subtle or they just say hey i like lingerie (laughs) actually one time there was a time period where daryl was like trying to encourage it this was way long ago like early on when he's like you know let's keep it spicy or whatever and he bought me lingerie a couple of times and because men in love tend to not see the flaws that women know we have. Did he, he buy, was my, did he buy you the wrong size? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, look, I appreciate your your positivity, <laughs> but this isn't going to fit. He goes, well, how do you even know? I'm like, because I know my body and I know how big my boobs are. And I can tell you right now, this is not going to go well. And he's like, well, you could try it. I'm like, all right. So I tried it and I'm like, <laughs> I look like Jim, Jim Carrey when he was pretending to be that bodybuilder. I don't know. What yeah, you it? do. Jim Carrey on, on In Living Color, he played a bodybuilder, a female bodybuilder who <laughs> wore a bikini top <laughs> and he put ponytails in his hair. I remember now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's what I look like. Oh my I'm God. I'm like, it covers the nips and that is all. Well, I think it looks sexy. I'm like, God, like well, this is ridiculous. Have at it. I feel whatever. like a big fat hog. I'm taking it off. Okay, you're not a big fat hog. You're sexy. God, so, me and my body issues. <laughs> I just turned the lights off. <laughs> oh, God, that's my look. <laughs> Blindness. <laughs> right. That's how I like it. Eventually, I'll just make them wear a mask. <laughs> It's like no, I like it like this. We're gonna play. Fi- we're gonna play Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> Put this on. Except I'm not gonna tie your hands. No, no, no. You wear the mat. No, you wear the blindfold. 
please. Then eventually we both wear the blindfold. And then next thing you know, I'm downstairs eating pie and you're up here going, hello? (laughs) What is this? Are you here? Where'd you go? (laughs) God. Okay, give me a quick recap on grades. Is is everyone failing? Is that why we're talking about this? Okay, so Ryan currently has like two C's, a B, an A, and a D minus. Is this in the class where he hates the teacher? No, it's in his science class. Oh, the hippie? Yes. The hippie teacher with the braid? Why does she? Why? Why? Apparently, he's not turning in assignments or whatever it might be. So he's on restriction. Oh, yeah. He's had his phone and electronics taken away. Yep. And he's just, I'm so frustrated because at night when we tell him to do his homework, it literally takes him three hours. And that's uh because he'll get up, he'll get a snack, or he'll stop and watch TV for like two minutes. And Okay, well, uh, let me give you a a suggestion, especially since he's grounded. Just because he's grounded doesn't mean that the only thing that should change is his lack of electronics. First of all, Kids at that age love being in their room. Whether they have a phone and video game system or not, they like being in their room. They like their solitude. Mm -hmm. So this is what we did, and it actually worked. It didn't work for all of them, but I had four. And out of the four, we had good results overall. When they have a bad grade, like a D or an F even, which is way, way worse. But when you have a D and you're just barely making it, it's a pain in the ass for you, by the way. Mm-hmm. which is good because it make it keeps you mad at them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You don't, you, you start to remember why you're so, why, why they're grounded because you're being inconvenienced. But the rule is you come home, you get to pee, you get to eat your, eat, eat a snack. And then we're all sitting at the counter doing our homework until it's done. Period. Mm. And it, it usually starts around three thirty or four. We used to did, we did it at four o'clock. Everybody had to sit in the front room, and I mean the temper tantrums, the (laughs) anger, the frustration, and then what's worse is when the little one gets done first, because they're only in like third grade, they're like, mom, I'm done. I'm like, all right, you may go. And then the other ones who are older, they're just like, fucking, (laughs) they're so angry. And you know, the one that's failing, they're always the last one to be done. And it's like, hey, I have an idea. Why don't you actually be responsible and do your stuff? And then we don't have to have this interaction daily because trust you me, you're just as infuriating. And this is why you're here. Don't forget it. It's it's this or you don't go to high school. Your choice. You know, but right. that, this is where we are. And usually it works. And it's like you can make your teenage years super fun by just doing your responsibilities or you can make it really difficult for the next six years. The choice is yours. And yeah. by the way, the older you get, the more fun you can have. So just saying, you know, you want girls to call you. You want your phone. You want to go to dances. You want to go to field trips. Yeah. Keep it in mind. And I mean, you have to throw it all at them. And you have to be really mean about it. <laughs> I know. And you're not good at that. I'm I'm learning, though. I, like, I, I get frustrated. And so then I'm just like, go to your yeah just what you need to do though is i swear to god it works it's like no you're doing your homework in front of me tonight sit at the bar (laughs) we're doing it together because i'm you don't get the privilege of being in your room by yourself no i make them do their homework at the table so they have to sit there and do that but 
you know, or if Olivia has to read 15 minutes, she'll mm-hmm. set a timer and, yeah. you know, read or whatever it is. Yeah. But. And, you know, the TV can't be on. That's why it's like, I just want you to know that you're literally ruining my life because you're not being responsible. Yeah, that would be hard. Yeah. I mean, not say it like that. But you know what right. I'm saying? It's like you've been, you're inconveniencing the household because you will not just simply do your homework. And it's not even hard. You know, that's the problem. This is this is very typical of middle school. And actually, what's nice is by eighth grade, like I'd say, well, I'd say pretty early in the eighth grade year, especially for him because he's on the older spec, older ages, um, he will he will become normal again and he'll get his homework done because he's got a lot he's going to want to do. He's going to be in sports of some kind or clubs or, you know, whether it's student government or drama or whatever, he'll, he will be required to maintain a 2.0, no D's or F's. And if it matters to him, this is the year where he will establish that he can do it and he can do it. He's so smart. He's just being, he's just not organized yet. And if you, and Paula, my God, you're like the organized queen. I know. Give him some tips. You got him the planner and just say, okay, this is how I used to do it in high, in, in school. Cause I got straight A's in high school or in junior high. And this is why. And sh- give him the tips, you know, tell him how you did it. I know. It was so funny. We were in the garage the other day, Victor and I, and um, we were going through some boxes cause he was looking for something. Yeah. And it was a box of my school stuff. Oh. And so he says, uh, principal's honor roll, Paula Campos. <laughs> and so there were some other things like that. Yeah. You know, um, getting a 4.0 and blah, 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 blah. I wasn't that good of a student, but it wasn't because I couldn't do it. I was capable. I just was lazy. So yeah. I, I did the bare minimum, which I regret, completely regret. In fact, when I was in college, I got A's. I got straight A's in college. Because it was easy and I was a good student. I just didn't, I had a bad attitude in high school. And so if I had just improved my attitude, I would have been, I would have had a, been on the honor roll every semester. Mm-hmm. It was stupid not to. So Victor was looking at this stuff and I looked at him. I'm like, yeah, I was kind of smart. You are smart. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I think so. You are smart. You've always been smart. That's the thing. So Ryan obviously is capable, but you do have to kind of, I would say, you know what? Let's backtrack. We got the planner. Let me give you some tips. I was a 4.0 student. This is how you do it. And you might get him excited because you're you're really good at staying organized when it comes to stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. why you're a great uh, great at what you do in your, you know, in your your field of of choice and it's why you're really good at homework and all that stuff. Numbers and all that. And so it's like give him the tips and say this is what you do. If you do this, this will you will do better. And then give him a little slack. Just ask him every day. It's like, are you using your planner? Show me the planner. You know, I'm going to log in. So, you know, you might as well just do it the right way now. So we don't have to go back and do this again because I don't want to fight with you. And then ultimately, give him, I'd give him like a week or two, you know, check it and stuff. But I'd give him like a week or two to say, are you using the tips? Ask him every day. Are you using what I suggested? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to give you lip. And you're like, well, if you want to learn the hard way, that's your choice. I'm just saying I would love to give you your phone back. So right. that's all I'm saying. No, I, I'm sure he would love to get his phone back. Yeah. So, I mean, try, try give it, maybe give it more of a positive st- spin before you do mean, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's like, okay, I apologize. I gave you the benefit of the doubt that you knew how to organize yourself. And it's my fault for not offering you some suggestions before I was mean. So here, and then, you know, because that's more your speed anyway, you don't like being mean. No, 
and then do that and then just say, okay, I'm giving you all the tools to succeed the way our minds work. This will work for you. And then hopefully he'll do it. Hopefully. We'll see. We will turn that D minus into a C. (laughs) Maybe. Okay. So TV really quick. I am not a big fan of uh, the the basic NBC, ABC, CBS shows, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. There are some I like, like, you know, you and I like Modern Family and the Goldbergs, and I like Big Bang Theory and Young Sheldon. But overall, mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. Everything else, I'm just like, eh. But I love The Good Place, which is on NBC. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now... Daryl and I, um, we watch The Voice, but scripted television, Daryl and I never watch the same thing. We literally have completely opposite tastes in television, Uh but we're both watching a show called Manifest. It's on NBC. It's right after The Voice on Mondays, and it is created by Robert Zemeckis, who was a director for a long time. He did other science fiction-y stuff in the 80s, I think. The name sounds really familiar. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was E.T., but I don't. That's Steven Spielberg, so I can't remember. I could Google it. It's probably shit we've heard a million times, but it's like, I think he did the Twilight Zone movie or something back in the old days, because I think that was the one where somebody got decapitated on set or something. Remember that? Oh, God. But anyway, people know who Robert Zemeckis is, and, and we do, too. We, I just can't think of anything right now. Maybe he did the Goonies or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. But anyway, it's about this plane that was going from Bermuda to New York. And so it's a super quick... Oh, I know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, it's a super quick flight, and they hit this crazy turbulence... And then everything smoothed out. And when they were going into land, when they landed, they're like, we don't know how you're here. You've been missing for five and a half years. And they're like, what the fuck? And they haven't aged. They they think it's only been two hours since they took off. And when they land, it's like the main character is his brother and sister. And the brother has a little boy who was a twin. And he had leukemia. And he was on his Make-A-Wish trip literally with his family and so he went with his dad and then the mom and sister took an earlier flight and so when they land he's still 10 his twin sister is 15 almost 16 and he still has cancer but because it's been almost six years the technology's improved so much that he's literally going to live now instead he's not terminal anymore Wow. Yeah. But they all have these weird powers. Like they have intuition that they didn't have before. They're hearing things. They're getting like, it's so crazy. So it's kind of like, um, what was that movie? It's almost like Castaway with Tom Hanks. It's like Castaway meets Lost. Oh, okay. But on an airplane. Yeah. And what's weird is they don't realize they've been missing for five and a half, half years. So everybody's moved on. Like, because when I saw the previews for that and they're, they're like, you guys have been missing for five and a half years. I'm like, if I was on an airplane for five and a half years, <laughs> that would be my worst nightmare. You would have flung yourself from the plane. I don't know. I'd be like, you know, trying to cut my neck with a plastic knife. <laughs> Anything. Well, what's weird is like, they land and they're like, oh, my phone's not working. That's so weird because they've turned off their account forever ago. And right. like they go online and they're seeing all their tribute pages from their friends. And the one girl, the main girl, who's my favorite, she's a cop. Um, she comes back to find that her fiance has married her best friend. What an asshole. What a bitch. How do you That's do what that? I, say. I don't understand people who do shit like that. Yeah. How do you do that? And it's like, well, it's been, I don't 
care if it's been 50 and a half years. You don't marry my best friend's husband or fiance. Thank God I don't have any friends. <laughs> you have sisters, though. Can you imagine if I had died and came back and found out that one of you bitches married Daryl? Oh, my God. It would have never happened. I would be out of my goddamn... I'd be like... As soon as Case me? announced they found this airplane, I'm like, get in the car! <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, I was just a placeholder! I promise! <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be like... Well, here's what was sad is when they land, their mother had died and Aww. they were on vacation with her. And when they land and they've been gone for five and a half years and mom, mom died. And of course, they've glossed over that completely. No one's mourning mom. She's just heartbroken that her fiance married her best friend, which I can't even with that. And But then the other one, the brother, the wife, he's like completely, of course, shocking that the man wouldn't even think about it. He has no concept that perhaps maybe she was getting a little something something in the last five and a half years i mean my god of course she has a boyfriend are you kidding me it's like he's like who is this it's like it's been six years dude a girl needs to get laid really come on he should be surprised that she wasn't married well that's what i'm saying most widows marry very quickly so anyway, it's a good show. So Daryl and I are totally all in on it. I'm we're so in on it. We love it. We love it. And it's so nice to finally have a show that we both like to watch together. That's good. Yeah, because it's so rare. Anyway, what's the why why am I reading this is us on my outline? Okay. <laughs> Tell I'll me. Explain. Are you watching it, Paula? I'll explain. Fine. So I was sitting around my com- I wasn't sitting on my computer. I was sitting reading my computer, just dicking around or whatever. And Ryan, he likes to surf for new shows and things like that. And so he started putting on the first show of This Is Us, the very first episode. Okay. And I'm like, why are you watching this? And so <laughs> you know, I gave him a hard time. He's like, I'm just curious. I've always wondered about this show. And so I'm like, whatever. And so I'm on my computer. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm like all in. I'm staring at the TV. Jamie, it is such a good show. Wait, wait, wait. The the first season or the current season? The first season because it's on demand. Okay, that's different. I've I've heard that the... Actually, I've seen some of the episodes from the first season. I didn't think it was too terrible. But it lost me fairly quickly because I don't need... Uh, I don't need a reason to cry. I don't, I've never, I've never cried on the show. Yeah, well, you're dead inside. Most people well, cry. When they watch that movie. Yeah. They they call it like tear porn or something. Oh, they do. They do. Oh. I've never cried, and usually my my assumption is is like, well, you did it to yourself. What are you thinking? Well, you you know what? That is true, and that's why I struggle with that show. But it's still a good show. Mandy Moore is mm. so good. She oh is my good. gosh, she's like my favorite. I love Mandy Moore. I've always loved Mandy Moore. Yeah, so I'm kind of ashamed to admit it that we're like watching season three now, Paula. <laughs> like, we've I, been binge watching it. I've lost a little respect for you, but I, I love know. you, yeah. so I'm willing to overlook this. Maybe it should have stayed my dirty little secret, but. Even Chrissy Metz. She bugs me. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know, a couple of the the adult children, yes. with the exception of... The good-looking kid, right? Or the brother. Randall. Randall. The, the adopted brother. Yes. He's awesome. Yes. But the other two, they're just messed up. They're so and terrible. 
I get sick of their sob stories. Well, like so. the thing with the Chrissy Metz character, it's not that she's fat, but it, it does. But you're it, it's well, silly. it does play. It definitely plays a part. That's why she was cast. The whole point is her obesity is such a prevalent issue in her life. And so it, it affects literally everything in her life. And I find that infuriating. There are so many women who are not perfectly tiny in this world who are rocking that shit, you know, and and regardless of why someone is overweight or obese or whatever, it's not it's not about celebrating it. It's about working with what you got, staying focused on being healthy and not letting it impinge on your life. And once you start using that as your crutch, I'm over you, over you. It's the same reason that I have a problem with. You know, people who blame their abusive childhoods or whatever, why are they why they're so terrible? It's like then get fucking therapy and become a better person, please. You know, that's why I don't like her. When they were in their teens, their father died. Right. Yes, I'm aware of the of the plot. Yeah. So that just it basically I, uh, ruined I can't all of them. You are a convert. I can't believe it. Jamie, it's such a good show. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to invest any time, but you by all means enjoy. And you better tell me the first time you actually shed a tear. You've watched three episodes. You've watched three seasons and you haven't cried once. No. Crazy. Oh, see, that's why I like you. (laughs) That's why I like you. (laughs) Oh, and Robert Zemeckis. uh, Yeah. Daryl's going to kill you because he did Back to the Future and Back to the Future Part (laughs) 2. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's not my problem. <laughs> I maybe I've blocked him from my memory because I've watched that movie too many goddamn times. <laughs> I've watched this film too many times. Yes. So anyway, well, let's move on because uh, we're we're running out of time. But let's mm-hmm. talk about some ugly and awkward moments of the week. a beautiful latina from i believe well it says right here where she's from south dakota and she has submitted an uh, an awkward moment that she had in sunday school now i want your opinion after we read it now she felt it was an awkward moment so i'm giving that to her but i'm not sure i I think it's because she felt awkward but she did nothing awkward i don't think so here's the story I just moved to South Dakota from California. Where I moved is 99% Caucasian, and I'm Latina with dark skin. Hmm. I was called to be the Sunday school teacher for our church. As I was teaching, a little girl raised her hand. I motioned to her, and I said, and she said, you have mud on your face. <gasps> Being vain, I quickly said, where? And she starts doing what we all do, where you start rubbing your face. And she's like, all over. <laughs> and she said, I just stood there feeling dumb and mad. <laughs> and I'm like... Okay. <laughs> I understand that it feels awkward. But, well, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Now, the, the awkward part is when you were probably violently rubbing your face, which I get. Where? Yes. But who uh, would make her think that she had mud on her face well, all over her body? I guess kids don't know how to express. You have a different skin color than I do. Exactly. Uh, Just like it reminds me of um, Robin Hood uh, with Kevin Costner. Yeah. 
I wish I know. It was Morgan Freeman. He was talking to a little girl in the village, and she said, did God paint you? Oh, that's a sweet way of saying it. Right. And so um, then he goes and tells some long story. But anyway, so I think it is a matter of kids not knowing how to express, you know, someone else looks different than them. Many moons ago. What? That's my Morgan Freeman. (laughs) What? You said he said a long story about like, many moons ago. <laughs> you sound like an old like shoe <laughs> clerk or something. I thought, I thought that was that's my best Morgan Freeman. Okay, I'm definitely not going to make any money being an impressionist. Yeah, really. No voiceover work for you. <laughs> not for looking for a Morgan Freeman impressionist. Oh, I'll do it. <laughs> no, she does. She does a great job. <laughs> Many moons ago. <laughs> yeah, that's that ain't it. <laughs> no, you know what's funny is it's nowadays everybody's so goddamn offended. But uh, when when Tyler was little, he might have been four or five, and he was at a daycare. The day his after school care. And there was a young girl there who was black. And, you know, he his his grandfather, his step-grandfather or whatever, is black. We have a lot of black cousins and aunts. And, you know, he's it's not like he's never seen a person of color. Plus, half our family's Mexican. He see, he's seen different colors of shades of skin. Right. So he and, and Tyler was a tiny little, he was super tan, but he had super blonde hair when he was little. Mm-hmm. Typical California kid. And uh, I got called because he, <laughs> the girl thought that Tyler was being racist. What? Yeah. And not like he, but like somebody had talked to him about some racist words or something. And I said, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? So I, I go to the school from work because the last thing I want is someone to be taking this out on my child. I was so worried that he was going to be hurt or yelled at or, you know, whatever. I was so afraid because I know we're not racist. And so I, I think I even said on the phone, I go, we are Mexican for the love of Christ. He's not racist. Yeah, really, We're not allowed to be racist. Jesus. I mean, I know that that's possible, but I'm just saying that's not who I go. We look like a fucking Benetton ad, our, our family. <laughs> so I go over and I go, what is going on? Well, they sent the girl home because she was so angry, but apparently all he had said was hey you're black why because maybe she was new because she was new and you know kids that's how they kind of process stuff i don't understand why it was like that but i said well uh, i don't understand what the connotation of racist is other than pointing out that she had a different skin color because he's a small child and that's how children learn how many times i mean like you said i remember one time someone came up to daryl's stepdad and said why are you chocolate Right? He was not offended. He didn't go racist. You know, he was like, "Cause I'm sweet and smooth." Well, he probably (laughs) did say something like that. (laughs) But it's just, it's so silly. But, but this is how children learn if they've never been exposed specifically to a different skin color or something new that they've never seen in their world comes in and is a different color. That's what they do. I'm not. I really don't. I don't have a problem with it personally. I think there's just certain things that 
there's it's, certain milestones yeah. at different ages that yes. you talk about, like, you know, what's okay to say, what's not okay to say. But when they're a certain age, if it's just too young, then you don't talk about it. No, and you just say, no, everybody, some people have different skin colors. It's just the way it is. Everybody's mm-hmm. different. You know, everybody. And, and it's okay to be black. You know, maybe you yeah. say your shoes are pink or yeah. you know, whatever. I don't know be. how I would have responded to that. I've been like, I'm not dirty. <laughs> would have made it worse somehow i don't know how she held i i wish she had told me how she handled it i'd be curious but i I, would be mad and and, and embarrassed as well (laughs) i don't know that i i might have it just depends on how old she was well sunday school's pretty tiny so i would say she's probably under kindergarten age so then i probably wouldn't have done anything no i would have said oh honey no that's just the color of my skin you know whatever and then maybe i would have found a scripture that says god loves everyone (laughs) there you go god listen to you miss brightness i know you're on a roll today (laughs) okay i have two more that i thought were really funny the first one um these are all catholic for some reason the this is where all the embarrassing shit happens apparently last mass i went to church with my uh i went with my family was to this really uptight church by my mom's house during the homily. I don't know what that is. My sister, I assume it's quiet. uh, My sister who was about three started having really bad gas. I swear (laughs) she was making the loudest fart sounds I've ever heard. And they were echoing throughout the church. My mom was trying to get her out of there, but since we were in the middle of the row, she was having a hard time getting around people. It was so bad that the priest literally stopped talking and stared at us until we made it outside. Oh my, a three-year-old? Yeah, well, you know diarrhea was coming. Oh. That's probably, she's like, oh my God! Who gave uh, her ice cream? You know, Can you imagine out. the smell? Like no. if you're sitting in that aisle? I'd and get up and leave, and it wasn't even my baby or anything lesson learned when you have little ones you sit on the aisle when you're Everybody in church knows that yeah. you never sit in the middle and whenever po- or in the back especially a mass do you know Ooh. how long those things are they can be taught they can be very long God. okay here's one final at christmas service the pastor was talking about jesus and my six-year-old screams wait mom jesus died <laughs> the whole church laughed and the pastor said son let your mom know it's okay to come to church every week not just on christmas <laughs> oh my gosh that is so funny i would have been like ha ha you're so funny we were just here and here's twenty dollars <laughs> here's my penance here's my tithe <laughs> anyway so god bless the children every god. little one there's something funny about taking kids to church. Oh my I don't god! But they act like little hellions there because it's so un- it's unusual for them to sit still for even forty minutes. I know. So you know, you know, God forbid, there's a prayer, or if they sing, they sing. You know, they pretend they can sing, or mm-hmm. you know, the prayer goes, and they're like, because <laughs> they want to do the prayer or whatever, or, or they- they're looking at everyone smiling and yeah, looking and around, like, uh, and then the prayer, Amen. Yeah, it's crazy. It's true. It's very oh difficult. And then you're seeing you're going, and then of course our mom. She's like, "This is worth it. This is worth it. This is where, this is where they should be." See, they want to be here. They want to be here. They love God. It's like okay. I don't doubt that, mom. But <laughs> but I'm exhausted, and I'm I'm ready to go home. I'm filthy. I slept two hours last night, and they're learning nothing. Because I blew a married man after he went to sleep. (laughs) 
And then you made me come here today. So out of guilt. <laughs> you need Jesus. I uh, more than you know. <laughs> well, I think that's a wrap. Oh, we forgot to talk about how we lost our virginity. We'll have to do that next week. Oh yeah. That and I have another thing. I, I'm weird, but I'm wondering if you're the same as me. And so I'm gonna ask you a question about guys that you see on TV or just in general in the general population of the world, if you have the same thought process I do. I doubt it, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. So So thank you everybody for joining us today. We appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend and we will see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.